Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Bonnie, and I'm joined by Katie, Leah, and Kim talking about our one cool thing. Leah already talked about mom's... Mobley. Mabley. Mabley. Maybe it's Maybelline. Mabley. And Katie already talked about how awesome it would be to have two moms. But before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. I want to know, what game or movie universe would you most like to live in? Kim, again, you already cheated oh, and wrote all these I down. prepared this month. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually... I didn't. I thought really hard about this, and I'm like, you know what? Everything's kind of like fighty and all that stuff, right? So I chose the end of Tangled, the oh, movie. Oh, look at that! Because frying pans. Because everything was over with. <laughs> they they conquered evil with frying pans, and the horse See. was the captain, and everyone got along. And they she were got all a haircut, dancing. and yeah. she was all good. Yeah, we're all good now. Everyone's like happy. Sweet. My secondary was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the oh, old movie. Where the uh, elevator goes through the ceiling. Yeah. And he gets the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, but it was all set up. You know, it wasn't a weird environment. He wasn't yeah. all Because the boat ride is terrifying. Up. It is. The Oompa Loompas also. I, I mean, a fantastic. little bit. They all look like they're trying to kidnap kids. <laughs> <laughs> but they harmonized while doing it. They so. really did. That song was totally stuck in my head for now a good long time. Now it is now. And I do want a river of chocolate. I, I mean, know. I, I mean, I will take that. <laughs> I like the big gummy bears. But oh yeah, that's right. Me. This is true. Katie, do you want me to buy you time? I do. Okay, I really I will, do. I will buy you time. All right. I'm obsessed with Marvel, so I'm gonna let my oh. geek flag fly. Um. I thought Endgame was freaking brilliant. I mean, coming from a film background and a writer background, what they had was basically what I think the the Infinity War, the Marvel Infinity War, was basically a big fuck you to the nerd culture of, you're going to try to destroy this. You're going to try to tell us that we're doing this wrong. Screw you. We're going to kill you, everyone you love. Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait a year <laughs> it was awful i got it so really mad was. it was bad it was so bad i really did have to like help out little samantha who was really not doing well <laughs> uh, for a year but i had i'm like you know what they're writers good things happen to good people and we kept going with the actual problem solving black panther has a movie coming out mm-hmm. spider-man has another movie coming out these are all not characters that are not dead but endgame worked so well on so many uh feels and levels sort of thing that there's so many different spots uh whether it's the uh the little avengers building that's in upstate new york like i'd love to live in that um that would be totally cool stark tower only to make fun of tony i mean i i have a a, a love hate with tony any place caps at i'm i'm down because that's america's ass right there right it's america's ass and i would totally hang out with natasha whatever she was doing you know what i mean red ledger or not like i'm i'm down with it i'll help natasha out (laughs) so yeah no i go i go marvel (laughs) did i buy you time katie you did my mind has been everywhere trying to solve what i would want to do with this question where i would want to be and the answer is oh, the answer is the Wizard of Oz. 
No, that oh, is okay. terrifying. All right, then. That is <laughs> so scary. Especially with the storks in the woods. There's no place like home. There's no- <laughs> yes. Actually, you're talking about a more current movie. It made me think about Ready Player One. Did you guys watch yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very true. Yeah. And I know that was actually really bleak. It was. The world was there a real trailer park stacked great. on top of each other. But. <laughs> And I'm not a big video game person, but that was basically like whatever world you think of, yeah. every day could be different. True. Um, I don't know. That kind of has a little appeal. The VR like just awesomeness. in the VR, what was it called? They the, called it something else, but the, it was virtual oh, reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't see it. I only watched it once, and I was mostly watching it for the DeLorean. You know I was watching it for the DeLorean. <laughs> 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 so maybe that. That I'll go with that. There you go. What about that you, way you, Bonnie? Can see something new every yeah. time. I feel what, like what geek flag you fly on? Oh, all of them. <laughs> yes, because it's hard for me to pick one. But just because I'm still not over it, and I don't think anyone ever is. The Firefly universe. Oh, maybe? that huh. ship. Though maybe? I love that ship. I don't know. Um, I'm a leaf on the wind. I'm a leaf on. The- sorry, the did I pick the saddest one? <laughs> Star Trek, Star Wars. Yes, World of Warcraft. All, all the nerdy things. There you go. Really. But you did. I think you picked the most peppy, peppy, joy, joy one. Yeah. It's awfully dirty. It is. Or at least the part we saw. We didn't really get to see the inner the inner world or it whatever. It is, but they, they're finding joy within it. I mean, did Luke Skywalker seem like he was having a good time to you? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my art skills would not be of use in any of these places. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> To learn some new skills. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I dig it, though. I would visit you. Let me put it that way. I would totally visit you Mm -hmm. on Serenity. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen Firefly? No. Mm. Oh, okay. It'll break your heart. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) And I probably won't be seeing it. It's on Firefly for free now. Oh. Or it's, it's I figured it used to be on Firefly. Fireflies on Firefly. I can no, remember that. It's, um, <laughs> it's on Facebook now it's for free. It's like a Facebook TV. Thing. Oh. It's the only thing I've ever heard of it being on there. Um, I wonder what deal they got for that. Interesting. Know, it used Facebook to be on Netflix. TV. Yes. And there's a series of like 13 episodes or so in a movie. Yep. I remember when I first saw it, we were binge watching the episodes. I was like, okay, put in the next one. I was like, there's no more. There's no more. Aww. And I was like, ah! I got it from the library. Yeah. It was a show that was canceled um, mid-season. Like two seasons in, or two episodes See, in. That I they played I... them out of order. Oh. <sighs> I didn't need that grief. I had yeah. heard that, and I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. Can't really do it good. to myself. Yeah. I think it's like comics and stuff, too. Exactly. They keep trying to, fans keep trying to get a an extension going or something and i think most of the actors are up for doing another thing isn't it a fox problem probably fox owns it yeah and so usually when it comes down to a fox problem however um disney bought a lot of fox property Mm. they bought a lot of marvel properly i don't know how much other property they bought so if it gets in the hands of disney Mm. uh disney (laughs) will not let you down that's true (laughs) in the sense of are you a geek? Do you have money? <laughs> we'll Disney make it. interested in you. We <laughs> so make just like a nerdy thing. We already have the costume. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would be down. Sweet. Well, what is your one cool thing, girl? My one cool thing 
is Alla Nazimnova. Sweet. She was a Russian actress in the theater. 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 <laughs> and the early, like, the silent film era. And at one point, she was the highest paid uh, actress in silent films. Even more than Ma, um, the Mary Molly Pick- or Mary? There's Mary Pickford. Yeah. That's yes. the one. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. So a friend of mine at work has been just obsessed over her. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out someone to do for this podcast. And I was like, well, I'll just do her. Because it's just like so much of her that is just crazy. Sweet. I love a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a quote at the beginning of the book I'm reading. from her says my ambition is not to make my audience laugh or cry i want to feel that when they go away i have made them think Ah, i like it i think that's uh, my jam i think billy wilder stole her line (laughs) because he said i want to make movies that people think about for 15 minutes afterwards i think he's i think he read about her and stole her maybe (laughs) but that's good and i do like that yeah but the um, book that I'm reading, a lot of the source material comes from a autobiography that she was reading or that she was writing that was 700 pages long Whoa. and I think stops when she's like a teenager. Oh my. Like she did not even. She didn't get to adulthood in 700 yeah. pages? She had some other little like notes she was calling like incidents and stuff. But like wow. it's mostly just her childhood. Interesting. Which is crazy. Thorough. <laughs> And I dig it. Can we get copies? <laughs> and you can find that at the Glissa, G-L-E-S-C-A, Marshall Library of Theater Arts, Ooh. who was her lover at the end of her life there. Um, her father was a pharmacist, and he was also like a tinkerer almost. He wanted to come up with medical soap and a like a vitamin almost, like a pill you could take that would have all the like nutrients you would need in a day oh like, like a you multivitamin eat. before oh yeah. no like so you wouldn't, wouldn't have need to eat food or anything i don't know <sighs> and this dude was the biggest like horrible person ever you'd have to be to suggest replacing <laughs> food with a pill <laughs> All excuse of me it's gone uh, <laughs> that was fair yeah. food is love what kind no. of a monster would take away oh the God. goodness of the world <laughs> no this dude's horrible he's very abusive to both um Allah's mother and her i don't i didn't really read if she was aversive to her other sister or her older brother but her mother attempted to leave him several times. Both like she ran away several times and he hunted her down and just beat the shit out of him all the time. Oh and they would gosh. show up with like chocolates and flowers and dolls and stuff later. Right. At one point he broke all his arm ah. over a I think it was a bad report card. Oh no. He broke her arm. Like, that doesn't seem just, justified. <laughs> like, this guy is horrible. Like, I have never wanted someone to fall into a wood chipper more. Like, oh, he's so bad. Head first. Right. No, feet first. <laughs> there you go. Then he feels it all. Gosh. Um, eventually, like, the, the mother was trying to attach herself to, like, another dude to run away. Because, I mean... Yeah, Back the in time the day, you're talking you didn't about. have your own means. She didn't have her own money. You can't get a credit card. So, I mean, you can't yeah. get a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she ran off, twi- or attempted to run off twice with two different dudes. After the first time, you know, he beat the shit out of her. And the first time, 
Allah was born shortly after. So I'm not uh, even sure if Allah is his or from the other dudes. They didn't really go into it right. in the book. Or it's the makeup sex. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the second time she runs away, the her dad had saved a letter from the first guy saying, like, you're my one and only true love and showed it to the second guy. And the oh. second guy was like, oh, screw this lady. Like, how crazy are you to save a letter? Oh, my God. Like, this guy is just freaking nuts. Right. Super psycho. Nautical. So, after the second time, he decided he's going to finally divorce her mother. And, you know, back in that day, the kids were just automatically given to the father. Like, women had no custody rights. Like, right. Yeah. Um, so, the kiddos got sent to live with, I think it's, like, their aunt and uncle. Okay. Um, and they all speak, like, Russian, German, and French. Gotcha. All intertwined. Um, eventually, her brother gets sent to a uh, military academy, and her older sister gets sent to, like, a boarding school. Allah's too young, so she just kind of hangs out there for a few years. Yeah. Um, eventually, her father comes to get her. He has a new wife, and, like... God, I mean, he's still horribly abusive to her. Well, you know. At one point on the way back, they stop in a city, and he says, well, your your mother lives in the city. Do you want to go see her? And at first, she's like, yeah, because she hasn't <laughs> seen her in, like, five years or something. She gets a photograph sent to her of her, but that's it. There's, like, no letter or anything. Yeah, she said, like, no contact. Yeah. yeah. So, at first, she's like, yeah. And then, like, as the words are coming out of her mouth, she's like, no, no, I don't want to see her. Like... And he just beats the shit out of her. Oh, no. So it was a trap, basically. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, this dude is horrible. Oh, my goodness gracious. And um, later, I mean, they get back home. Brother comes home to visit from a break from the military academy. And she gets a bad report card. And he starts to beat up on Ala. Her older brother steps in. And the father just collapses. I don't know if it's, like, a combination of the brother beating him up. Right. Or, but it sounds like Shame. he had like a stroke. Oh, or a stroke. I yeah. like it. Okay. Because it said something <laughs> about him having a limp and part of his face being like If he got all up. droopy. Okay. It sounds, sounds like strokey. a stroke to me. Also sounds like karma. But, you know, yeah. being like young, part of the beginnings of this book is really great because she's like getting told things about like sex by older kids who really don't know what they're talking about either. <laughs> like, they're talking about, like, well, like if you kiss somebody, game. you'll get pregnant. Right. Or you can tell a woman is a city whore if she has a fancy feather in her hat. <laughs> like, these things. Always the feather in your cat so, means fancy whore. Um, <laughs> someone, the doctor had told told them that it was sunstroke is why he collapsed, which oh, is weird. You know, I've had sunstroke, <laughs> but my face didn't droop and I yeah. didn't limp on one side. <laughs> yep. So at some point, someone had told her that maybe her dad had syphilis and he would <gasps> die soon. And she was like, Yay! That does explain a lot. It does really make you crazy. So she's like waiting for years for him to die of syphilis. Correct. Like you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So she's eventually sent to boarding school. Oh, but when she's at the house... With the stepmother, like, the stepmother's, like, really weird. She, I mean, he just, knows how to pick him, I'm sure. She's <laughs> really weird. Oh, no. Like, she, she had just had her own baby with him. Okay. And she's, like, she can't even look at Ala without, like, having, a like, a fit. Like, she'll just, like, she has a migraine and, like, ah. Uh. So, Ala has, she doesn't have <laughs> wow. her own room. She's made to sleep in, like, a study. 
And she's not allowed to leave the room. She's not allowed to go to the pharmacy, which is attached to the house where he works. Like, she's, she's not allowed to, like, touch anything. She becomes the Harry Potter of the she's, house, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she's allowed to come down for um, meals, but at the meals, she's not allowed to speak. Wow. Like, it's a very weird... Seems totally so healthy. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you run away to the theater and movies with a life like... Oh. <laughs> no. So eventually, she is sent to boarding school. Yeah. And, because um, after he's had a stroke, the stepmother just cannot deal with taking care of her she can't be bothered right can't uh, she's the only non-catholic lady there and she's given the nickname the antichrist oh my god wow. so the hits keep coming she's given the i mean they the call her the antichrist anti- but she she plays it up she starts kind of like acting and doing like making like a comedy skit Sweet. of it i like it to try and get their affection and then the the boarding school burns down oh my god <laughs> why all because that work antichrist was there <laughs> wow oh goodness huh. but her uh, her father never really gets all that much better her brother eventually becomes her guardian uh, guardian okay and she asks him to let her go to theater school and first he's like, ask me again in a year. And I think he eventually kind of wore her down. She cool. goes to theater school where she starts to have like kind of relationships with women that are like maybe or maybe not sexual. Like, okay. we don't know. I mean, it's definitely like. Well, I mean, she had such a great male role model. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm kind of wondering that. if at least in the beginning, her being attached to women was just. Because of her abusive father, it was, was so safety. Bad. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it. It could be. I don't yeah. know, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> and then when she's in a theater school, her uh, brother sending her an allowance that's supposed to last her six months, and she has a spending problem. It only lasts her three. So she eventually resorts to prostitution ah, to like, get the like get the extra money. Yeah. And her her buddy in theater school is like, why like. You need to find you a rich man. Like, so you, she hooks her up Sugar with, like, a, a rich dude that she can, like, whore herself out to. Gotcha. Pretty much. As long as he's not um, abusive. No, he seemed, like, nice. I mean, he was married, too, which is, like, weird. Right. But, I mean, no. he was buying her uh, clothes. I think he got her apartment. He got her, like, costume jewelry. Like, all kinds of good stuff. Um, let's see. Her father eventually dies. Yay! She doesn't know if it's from, you know, having another stroke. Syphilis! Or actually syphilis. Syphilis! I vote for syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, yes. There's our slogan for this episode. (laughs) I vote for syphilis. Sorry. That will be a t-shirt soon, I'm sure. Um, Eventually, she gets married to a guy, and it's Sergei Golovov? Right. She's still, very Russian. She's still seeing this millionaire benefactor dude while she's married. They don't really talk much about him. She marries him. <laughs> and she's with him for at least a few months. Yeah. And then he just, just, just kind of not mentioned anymore. Like, I'm only halfway ah, through the book. Right. He's not really mentioned too much. Okay. Yeah. But she, she married him. It's not him. like a mafia situation where suddenly he's sleeping with the fishes. It's no, just, he's not just, dead that I know of. Just uh, out of sight, out of mind. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, she eventually cool, cool, cool. leaves theater school to join like a theater company, and she meets this dude, Oral. Goodness, is it Orenthal? O R L E N E V. Orenthal. Oh, you maybe? got me on I that. Don't know. That sounds like a made-up name. He's some <laughs> famous, famous actor, oh. and he's a little bit older than her. 
and he's just he knows everything. Of course he does. Um, the only English phrase she knows is "You remind me of my first love." Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> then she knows everything well, she that. needs this to know. This dude <laughs> is nuts. Um, they eventually they move to New York where they're trying to start a theater company. Yeah. They perform uh, this play. It's called The Chosen People. It's about mm-hmm. being Jewish. Nice. I forgot to mention that. The, the, the she's asshole Russian dude. Jew? Yeah, oh. she's Russian Jewish. Ah, nice. Um, her dad was Jewish, but she's not really like raised Jewish when she was younger. Well, she doesn't say even... she was raised, period. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But she anyway, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think she was just brought up with like no religious education whatsoever. Okay. Not necessarily anything. Because, I mean, she was the Antichrist when she yeah. went to the Catholic school. So. Right. <laughs> um, like, when she was on the way back for the train with her father to go to live with her stepmother, she saw a dude talking in Yiddish. And the neighborhood kids had always told her that, like, the, the, the traveling Jew hobo there had a dead baby in his satchel. So she was, like, Whoa. terrified that her father was speaking Yiddish to this Jewish man. And she was like, ah! And he's like, well, I'm Jewish, and you're Jewish. And she was like, ah! <laughs> Having like a, a crisis. <laughs> My world has <laughs> changed. But they have this um, this play and it goes well. Um, she runs into at one point this lady named Emma Goldman. Okay. Who I guess was tied to an attempted murdery, murder of Frederick Carnegie Steel oh. Company. Oh, one of the Carnegies. Yeah. yeah, sweet. So she may or may not have had an affair with her. I think uh, either that lady or another lady had an affair with the Oranilv dude. Okay, gotcha. The guy with the the weird fancy name. Um, (laughs) Eventually, that dude leaves to go... Or no. She leaves for Russia, runs into a painter... Uh, At one point, he says, I have had association... I have on occasions believed... Behaved... Like a son of a bitch, and it took me many years for me to learn to see women as friends and not as prey. Ah. And he proposes to her, and she just goes back to New York. Oh. Does she even give him an answer? I think she told him yes, but then she left. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, that's nice. So, she's already married. She's living with this one dude. Right. She's seeing other women. And then goes, meets this painter dude. He proposes. Right. Uh, the theater that they're working at gets condemned for, like, health code reasons or something. <laughs> and to get condemned in, what are we talking about? 1910s, yeah, 20s? Early 1900s. You gotta like, be doing a bad. lot. I'm just saying, yeah. sweatshops existed where they locked the doors on employees. Yeah. So being condemned right. in a building. <laughs> um, the dude she's living with goes back to Russia. She signs a contract with Schubert. Oh, the Schubert Theater. Yeah. yeah. Or the Schubert Players, either one. Uh, it's yeah. like a... I think the dude was named Schubert. I don't know. They had a traveling theater company before yeah, they settled they on an actual... Like a regional traveling thing. Like yes. they went down to Washington, D.C. They were kind of East Coast thing. She does a, a whole bunch of successful runs of Isbin plays. Okay, gotcha. And I am like, I am not an old Hollywood or theatrical person. They're naming all these plays and all these like actresses that I don't even know. So if you're gotcha. like into old... I do love stuff the, like that. The old cinema. I did obsess with Charlie Chaplin and just about everybody he ran in with, yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, Alice Guy Blanchets and the Lois Webers and all that kind of good stuff. Did she run in with any of those with Alice or Lois? They I were New Jersey. Okay, all right, gotcha. I know Claire Bernhardt was like a thing. I think already when she was right 
So I think that was like person she looked up to or something. Makes or sense. Something. Oh, Claire Barton, the it girl. Not, not that one. Bernhardt? There's a Sarah Bernhardt. Sarah Bernhardt. <laughs> but she makes this dude so much money because she's getting like 20% of whatever they bring in or something. He makes her so much money. They built a new theater and named it after her. Oh. She only performs there once. Oh, but her name's on the building. Yeah. Kudos. And he gets mad at her later and takes her name off. Aww. I forget what she did. Damn it. She bought a house in New York, so now she has, like, her first, like, home. Sweet. Her sister's husband dies, so her sister comes to live with her. She marries a new dude named Charles Brandt. She's still technically married back in Russia. <laughs> but this is, you know, like, pre-internet, like, no one... No one really knows, except for maybe her sister. Right. Like, no one really knows. <laughs> she has an affair with a lady named Mercedes D'Acosta. Ooh. That sounds like another actress Fancy. lady that I don't know. And I was like, Mercedes? I'm like, the stripper name. <laughs> like, I was like, is this what this the Mercedes are? stripper names. <laughs> she has her first film, which was like a film adaptation of a play she'd done called War Brides. Okay. And while she was filming that, I guess she didn't have any trouble, like, not looking at the cameras because she's nearsighted and didn't wear glasses. She couldn't see them. So she used, like, she had some theater lesson that told her to to never, like, look at the audience. Yeah. So I'm like, it was probably no problem for her because she couldn't see them. (laughs) Sweet. She was involved in the National Women's Suffrage Association. Sweet. Yay. Mm -hmm. She maybe had an affair with... Ida Luckett, okay. who had a baby shortly after, and that baby was Nancy Reagan. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The plot thickens. It's crazy. <laughs> she made at this um, Metro company 13000 a week, oh, wow. which was 3000 more than Mary Pickford. <gasps> oh, look And she's that. the highest actress paid at that time. My goodness. And that's where I'm at, like, in the book. So I'm just now getting to, like, right before she gets to Hollywood. Right. Uh, she ends up getting, I know she ends up getting a mansion on Sunset Boulevard. Cool. And it's called the Garden of Allah. Hmm. Oh. And eventually it's turned into a hotel. Yeah. I think I've seen a sign for it. Like, yeah, the one of the green and white I think it's been torn down. I don't think it's a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore? I think there's, like, a, a sign sunset. or something, but okay. it's not an actual physical building Okay, anymore. gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Um, she is credited with coming up with the phrase sewing circle as a discreet code for lesbian and bisexual actresses. Really? She would have, I've been told, I haven't gotten to it in the book, but she would have like crazy like sex parties at her house. Like Like, (laughs) openly in like the 1950s, 1920s. Like I'm like, how did she get away with this in the era of like Comstock laws? Mm-hmm. Where they're like, you can't send the word pregnancy in the mail, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. So it's just... It, it, Hollywood's a weird place. It's great. <laughs> like, I know she's like, you know, dramatic actress and she gets some passes for that. But it's like that she was so open about it yeah. back in the day and wasn't sent to like an asylum right. or anything, yeah. you know? Or blacklisted out of the industry or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and exactly. she's like the most nice. successful one. Like it's crazy. They all wanted to be like her. I know. <laughs> uh-huh. Jealous. Uh, but she eventually, in 1929, is living with the Glacia Marshall, 
until her death in 1945. So it sounded like she finally found a partner. Oh, she found love. But I think she marries another dude, and that's another point, too. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I know that the the dude, uh, Charles Brandt, I know eventually leaves her to marry another lady. She never, like, they never consummated their marriage. Oh, It was weird. Apparently, they were very, like, loving in public. Like, they were good friends, but it just... They were like, no, I just can't do it. Huh. I don't Interesting. Know. Huh. So I'm just, you know, I kind of wonder if, you know, you can't really, like, assign someone a sexuality, like, after they're dead. But I wonder right. if she was, like, actually bisexual or more towards the scale of lesbian and just kind of did Con- stuff with dudes as, like, convenient business survival? transaction kind of a thing. Right. I don't know. Or a little bit of both. No. <laughs> Where it's like, this isn't so bad, and I get a house out of it. <laughs> <laughs> or people stop asking me questions, mm-hmm, and I right? still get to do my own life. Off the radar. Exactly. Or it could have been like, yeah, he's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's me do what I want. Right. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's a really good book, and I'm only halfway through it. Fascinating. You will have to give us an update. Yes. And it's on the library's wish list. Yes, it is. The library so wants, to, wants to buy it for the library. And then anyone can check it out. Yes, exactly. Check out Amazon.com. We are Gal's Guide Charity Wish List. You can easily search just Gal's Guide Charity Wish List. And how many books currently are That's on our... 1,300. 1,300 books that we're looking for. <laughs> We got this, but there are some awesome freaking titles that actually Bonnie mm-hmm, yeah. has been putting on there. So, yes, this is one of many. <laughs> but yeah, she's a really famous actress I had not heard of at all. I have never heard of her. And yet. then she was like, crazy party lady. Nice. How out in the open. So it's really cool. I get the fun? whole 700 pages thing. Like, right. That's interesting. And that's like, like that's just a life. Either that or it sounds like a dissertation of evidence. You know what I mean? Like these are all the ways my father wronged me. Yes. (laughs) And it's funny, uh, when the book starts, the the writer is interviewing her niece and the lady like tells her just don't believe anything she says about her father. She's made it all up because I guess her dad wasn't abusive to her older sister. Okay. I mean, she was away most of the time. Right. But that's convenient. Um, yeah. So her sister really didn't want to like believe all these horrible things about her dad. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming she passed that on down to her daughter. Right. But like some of the things where she's talking to her about, they just don't don't line up. Like where people were born and stuff. She's like, you don't know. Right. <laughs> so most of, I mean, it's from her. I mean, we don't know how much in her autobiographies, like, made up or whatever. Right. But this guy's talked to, like, yeah, the niece and some other people that knew her to try and match up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Well, I mean, she ran into slash slept with a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure there's some, you know, cross stories that you can, you know what I mean, maybe find Mm -hmm. or something like that. There was, it was, I think there is some connection to Charlie Chapman. I think always she had mm-hmm. maybe been lovers with his first wife or something. Well, he had like seven wives, but yeah. One of it was some of them like were 14, that. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I never try to bury the lead with my Charlie Chaplin knowledge. 
<laughs> Charlotte Chaplin liked the younger ladies, got them pregnant, then married them. <laughs> and then when that fizzled, he got another young one. <laughs> she's 18 now, moving on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. oh she gets old when she's 21. Um, <laughs> oh, Charlie, damn you. <laughs> Do you well, actually yeah. have hips now? Right. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie's weird, but it is weird where the stories that he pops in at, because it seems like when anybody's telling a Hollywood story, they always want to end up saying, and Charlie Chaplin was there. Like, yeah. <laughs> this guy got her, like, when did he have time to make movies, run a studio? Because he always, see, like, there was, there's a Howard Hughes murder that happened that Charlie Chaplin was also there. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, he either murdered somebody or saw a murder. And I'm like, damn you, Charlie. Is he a Batardis? Like, I don't know, because he hasn't showed up lately. He just shows up in every Hollywood story from, like, 1915 to, like, 19... Oh, when was he kicked out of the country? (laughs) I was gonna say, like, 1935, because he gets kicked out and he has to live in Switzerland. McCarthy! (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, so... Until then, then all the Hollywood stories, Charlie's suddenly not in them anymore. Disappointing. Yeah. But yes, I actually have Charlie's biography. I wonder if he wrote about her. Maybe. There was, there was something tied to her. I think it, she was involved with one of his wives. Gotcha. I think before she met him or something. I believe it. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool thing as Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>